chapter blank. It's the apology that no one saw coming. I'm sorry we wrote this in like six days or something. Now, let's burn the script of season eight. Over the weekend, a doctored Game of Thrones it, clip getting more than a million YouTube views. The video shows character Jon Snow issuing an on-screen make culpa for that controversial final season. I have more lines in this video than I had in the last season. This altered video is just the most recent of what are being called deep fakes. Deep fakes! Although, as Sean and I were discussing, the term deep fakes getting thrown around a lot now. I mean, just for practically everything. Is that Nancy Pelosi slowing her down a deep fake? I, no. I don't think so. I don't think so. Well, let's ask Drew Harwell, who's a tech reporter covering artificial intelligence for the Washington Post. The title of the piece, which caught all of our eyes and uh, we really enjoyed, and we posted for you a link uh, at armstrongandgetty.com. Top AI researchers race to detect deep fake videos. We are outgunned. Drew, welcome. How are you, sir? Hey, I'm good. Thanks for having me. So, hey, listen, just as a, a fan of the amazing and the uh, technologically advanced, some of the new generation of so-called deepfake videos are astounding. Yeah, they're really good. They're really convincing. And even when you know sort of that you're looking at something totally invented, your your brain sort of goes there to thinking like, how is this possible? How is this looking as, as convincing as it is? So it really is a, a, t- a, a tribute to human ingenuity. Well, Now on to the horrifying yeah, part. And, and to any extent that they're not perfect yet, they will be in months. Um, so we might as well deal with it now. How, how, is, the, how is modern society going to deal with this? I mean, that's the question. And yeah, I mean, to, to, as a quick reality check, like you'll see a lot of videos right now that are really glitchy. They're not going to fool right. anybody. But I've been sort of surprised even over the last six to 12 months, how quickly they have gotten better. And like you said, I mean, you, from the Jon Snow one, that one was like, you really couldn't tell if you, if you were just sort of glancing at it. So, I mean, that's the question. We've never, you know, we, we've dealt with sort of Photoshop. We've dealt with kind of quote unquote fake news. We've seen text and images change, but this is video. This is, this is a medium that we've sort of trusted as this authority for a long time. It's been an important part of lots of big news events, lots of political campaign rallies. Um, so how are we going to deal when, you know, maybe the things we're seeing aren't as true or authoritative um, as we expected? Are we going to be able to have the same dialogue or is there going to be this huge fear of misinformation and just, you know, people sort of voting or thinking one way because they saw something that was totally um, unbelievable. Well, nobody will believe anything in the future, which is probably not good for a society. And the problem works both ways. You're going to have uh, fake videos that show, you know, President Smith um, saying something he didn't say and people trying to make him out to be a scoundrel. But then you'll have the opposite, too, where people there are videos of people saying or doing something awful and they can claim it's fake. Mm-hmm. And it works yeah, both ways. Yeah. Yeah, and there's, they, there's some law professors who actually have a name for that called the liar's dividend, where they just say, well, if I'm, you know, a guy who's caught on camera doing something I don't like, well, maybe I just start sowing, you know, doubt and uncertainty by saying it, it was totally fake. And that's, you know, we've obviously seen that with President Trump. He he has said the Access Hollywood tape is was, was doctored. So, you know, we're getting to a point where um, fakes can affect the real and, and the real can affect the fakes. And, and if we're not able to sort of get a sense of, okay, this is this is total BS. We, we shouldn't believe that. That's that's not real news. And if, if we can't get to that point with every video, are, are we going to be just struggling to, 
to have these these basic yes. you know agreements on what's true and what's Absolutely. not. Absolutely. Oh, clearly, clearly. I mean, we have stuff. Uh, good folks, our our loyal listeners, submit stuff to us all the time in in good conscience that. You know, because we have a pretty practiced eye at this sort of thing. We realize it's a bit too perfect. It's a phony story. It's a quote attributed to the wrong person, that sort of thing. Had one today. Um, but as you mentioned, last six to 12 months has been a real leap forward in the quality of these things. And as a couple of guys who've lived our professional lives around audio, whether radio or, or musically or whatever, um, it used to be I could tell if something was edited. Even like a silent digital edit, if the pacing is just a tiny bit off, you can hear it. Uh, we're past that point now. So uh, I, I understand, at least partly from reading your article, that we've got to develop an expertise in recognizing the digital uh, evidence, fingerprints, if you will, of alteration. Yeah, I mean, r- right now we have some really sort of limited detection systems. They're they're good for what they are, but they they're not perfect. And yeah, there's also sort of a feeling like maybe we should have like a watermarking thing on uh, you know every camera we use in a cell phone or sort of its own sort of wow. standalone camera. Maybe there should be some some metadata that says this was unaltered, this is original, or this was you know, this was tampered with. Um, so, but that's, that's a sort of long way away thing. But, you know, they're, they're, the, these forensic sort of investigator types trying to, de- to detect the deep fakes, they're saying, like, you know, we, we're, the, the balance of power is not with us right now. We, we're trying to detect, you know, the, these really convincing fakes that are, that are part of a huge mass of video online. And we're just not that good at it yet. We're certainly not going to be good at it enough for the 2020 race. So um, it's going to be sort of a question of uh, th- there's going to be this arms race between the creators and the, the detectors and, and who's going to win out. That's, that's kind of the big sort of game we're, we're looking at now. We're talking to Drew Harwell, tech reporter with the Washington Post. You point out in your piece that the bad guys, if you will, outnumber the good guys 100 to 1. So I picture them hearing Drew Harwell on the Armstrong and Getty show and saying, oh, you're going to have a little uh, digital uh, watermark there that uh, proves it's authentic. Uh, Jones, get to work on the fake digital watermarks. Should have that done by the end of the day. And, you know, the never-ending bad guys versus good guys tech war. I mean, I just the good guys are always going to be behind. It's just the nature of the thing, I think. Yeah, and there's also just a lot more of, like, momentum and excitement for the creation of these things. I mean, if you're an AI researcher, you can do pretty much anything with your talents. Are you going to want to sort of find other people's creations? Or are you going to want to make your own? And there's a lot, you know, and, and, and a lot of these AI researchers who are making these videos, they're not technically bad guys. They're just sort of testing the technology in the same way that we've tested computer programs for years now. Um, but, you know, it can be weaponized and it can be misused. And, you know, if you are, you know, we, we did a story about women who had been harassed by these videos. They had been targeted by somebody, sometimes people they didn't even realize those people had taken their photos off social media and made these fake, you know, sex videos with their face in, involved in them that, you know, in some cases were kind of glitchy and not convincing, but in others, they were real enough to really make these women worried. Is this going to get to my boss? Is this going to get to my kids? Like, how Oof. is this going to affect my life? And oh, so, boy. you know, that, and we're just at the start of it. And so just right. thinking about how that can be used against somebody who may not have any sort of recourse, that, that's scary. And I think that's kind of what, what we're going to have to sort of see. Is there any way that the tech companies or others can can give us any kind of defense against this, or are we just going to be, you know, screwed? I wonder if uh, if we're going to have to have some really, really expensive government employees just so that we can hire the very best to work in our government, the best hackers out there, 
the best, uh, you know, people at this sort of stuff. We're going to look, we'll pay you $2 million a year for the rest of your life, full benefits, whatever. Because it's the only way to entice the best to come over on the good guy's side, isn't it? Yeah, and that that's always a, a fight. It, it, there's the brain drain, right? I mean, there's the, there's the feeling that a lot of AI researchers go into the big companies. They don't necessarily go into, yeah, you know, sort of the public interest or, or government. I mean, you know, in in this case, it's it's sort of interesting because there is there's there's this group DARPA who's sort of a DoD research arm. They're they're partly the reason why we have the internet and early semiconductors using. So they're to blame. But, <laughs> they're they're actually like one of the leaders in researching detect, detection methods, and they're they're throwing money at the you know the the big sort of AI research institutes around the country, saying like, hey, this is important not just for you know in this consumer side, but there's also a military intelligence side to it too. They want to know that the videos they're seeing from overseas are legit as well. Sure, because we so, don't want to go to war yeah. with Iran over a fake video. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. And that, yeah, that's a real world case right now. I mean, the, the intel that we get from video is so irreplaceable that um, they realize this is something important. You mentioned misinformation researcher Aviv Ovadia, uh, who calls uh, a problem we're increasingly dealing with reality apathy. What's reality apathy? It's just this feeling that, you know, every video I see online is probably going to be fake anyway, so why even watch them? Why even sort of test my prior um, conventional wisdom and, and look at something when it could be, could be fake? And that's, I think that's going overboard the other way. But it's also, you know, that, that's what we have to think about when we talk about these fake videos. Let's not go into hysterics. Let's recognize that most of the videos you're seeing online are probably real. They may be edited in some way, like you, like you said, the Pelosi video was altered in some ways to make it not really tell the full story. But, you know, let's not get to a point where we're doubting everything we see, because that would be, that would be a win for the misinformation peddlers as well, right? Boy, I just um, don't know how to avoid nah, that, Drew. Nah. <laughs> and just as human nature, if nothing yeah. else. Yeah. yeah. Hey, hey, listen, uh, Drew Harwell's piece in the WAPO is so good, and we have a link at armstrongandgetty.com. It's under hot links, Hanson, is that correct? Yeah. And it's well worth a read. It's just so thought-provoking. And, Drew, I have a feeling uh, there will be plenty more to say on this topic. I hope we can stay in touch. Yeah, let's definitely do it. Yeah, well done. Always good to talk. Thank Thanks. Yeah, I'm telling you. Uh, by the way, that's what I want to do for a living now. Misinformation researcher. Study propaganda. PR, misleading advertising, that's just the different ways people lie. I could occupy myself in that all the time and have a heck of a good time doing it. Yeah, no kidding. Here's a tease for you. Why do we have our military guys on the front lines fighting the wars reading Entertainment Weekly and Us Magazine? We do. On purpose? On purpose. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. We're going to focus on something getting talked about a lot these days, impeachment. It's one of the most consequential decisions a legislature can make, but more importantly, it's also an anagram for pinch me meat, which is, (laughs) interestingly, the sentence that got the lucky Charles Leprechaun me too (laughs) Wow. Um, Wow. 
So we just came back with a little motley crew. A lot to unpack in that joke. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. We just came back with a little motley crew because that is the new nickname of what uh, President Trump is calling the, uh, the the group of people that are running for president, I guess. Oh, really? The motley crew. This is his, the, the Dem field as a yeah. whole? Yes. Now, now, now. So there's that. All right. I need to pay off the tease I made a little bit ago, and then I'll get to the story where uh, Harvard has Harvard has rescinded their acceptance for um, one of your Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School students that they were going to let into Harvard. Why, why they did that in just a moment. Huh. It's kind of interesting. And, uh, well, brings up a lot of modern uh, subjects. So I was reading this book over the weekend, or reading a review of this book called War and Narrative from uh, a guy who uh, fought in Afghanistan or Iraq, one of the two. And um, and he was talking about, uh, he's an author, and he's talking about what he reads and what he likes to read. And he says, my fight, favorite reading while deployed, to be honest, was tabloids. Us Weekly, People, Star. After several days out on patrol, the last thing you want to do is come back to your firebase and tuck into a chapter of For Whom the Bell Tolls. And I wasn't the only one. You walked into most any firebase in Iraq or Afghanistan and you'd find a healthy stash of those type of magazines and guys talking about Brangelina or Kimmy or Benefer as a way not to talk about other things. Wow. So when he was a, um, a commander, he started supplying those magazines for his troops, fluff. realizing that, that that's what they wanted. They, so they'd wanted, regularly, they needed fluff. Yeah, so they'd regularly yeah. sit around and talk about Kardashian stuff because they're all reading you know, the latest Us Weekly. Yeah. Isn't that something? That makes yeah. perfectly good sense. Sure it does, yeah. What, are you going to contemplate the economic woes of China or something? I'd actually, I'd actually think almost all crap that I take in, and that's why I'm taking it in. It's just, okay, I've had enough of parenting, the real world, my job, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Now crap. Positive, Sean, you're a fan of fluff. <laughs> well, I, I feel like there's a weird making them feel connected to the day-to-day things of the things that they're fighting for, right? Could like, be. As opposed to reading the classics, you're like... It, they're it, fighting for Brangelina? Yes. To keep the Kardashian thing alive? I mean, in a way, yeah. That It's the, it's the American it's way of life. something. or way, you know, it's not my way of life. No, I hear you. Yeah, dog, sure. Yeah, plus it's just a release from, from stress. I'll bet sports stuff does that, too. Yeah, you know, yeah, Keeping exactly. track of the baseball standings famously throughout warfare. Guys in World War II, just they, they couldn't wait to figure out how the, the Yankees had done. How did Maggio do? Because <laughs> they all talk like that <laughs> back then. Everybody knows that. A survivor of the... Ma- Even the chicks talk like that. <laughs> um, a survivor of the Parkland um, high school shooting there where... 19 kids or whatever it was. It's terrible. And that unthinkable damn policeman standing outside and letting it happen. But anyway, um, said that it tweeted out that Harvard has rescinded his acceptance after recently surfaced screenshots showed him using racial slurs a few months before the 2018 massacre in Parkland, Florida. Oh, for goodness sakes. This Kyle Kashev is now 18, who was admitted to Harvard earlier this year. And I it doesn't say here, but I'm assuming him getting admitted had something to do with him being involved in that yeah, shooting, right? Could be. I uh, wrote on Twitter that he had been made aware of egregious and callous comments he made when he was 16 years old. In private text. If we cannot allow our kids to be stupid, correct them. 
help them understand the error of their ways and acquire a little wisdom thereby. We're an idiotic and rigid people. Some classmates said he he repeatedly used the N-word in texts and in conversation. He later posted on Twitter explaining his previous remarks, saying, We were 16-year-olds making idiotic comments, and I'm embarrassed by it. And the comments I made were not indicative of who I am or have become in the years since. Right. When your classmates, your that. teachers, and your neighbors are killed, it transforms you as a human being. I can or will do better moving forward. I would. I, I don't remember any of my views on anything when I was 16, but I certainly don't feel like I'm obligated to defend them. I might, if, if I heard anything, I thought about anything when I was 16, I might just say, well, that guy sounds like an idiot. Sure. It was idiotic. I have no idea why I said that. Well, and plus, the 16-year-old boy's desire to shock and amaze and amuse his friends. Please, it's the stuff of, of legend. It doesn't need to be legend, because it's just... Boy, that, that bothers me so much about Harvard. You rigid little Puritans. You, you sanctimonious Puritans. I mean, he's 16 then, he's 18 now, that's only two years. I'm talking as, you know... Many, 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 many years gone by of my 16-year-old attitudes. As an 18-year-old, I don't know how much different my attitudes were. Well, but anyway. he, he went through a pretty big life-changing oh, event. No, no. Yeah, but not only no, no. that, he's looked back and says, that was incredibly foolish. I shouldn't yeah. have said that. I think the evidence of growth is the fact that he's grown. What's coming up in your news, Marshall? White House drawing up plans to send more troops to the Middle East. Apple's Tim Cook blasting social media. And O.J. Simpson's new Twitter account already producing fallout. Uh, Evidently, Tim (laughs) Cook needs to blast social media more. (laughs) Awesome. Armstrong and Getty. Some breaking news. You might not remember this guy, Mohamed Morsi. He was the first democratically elected president of Egypt in its many thousand year history. The the biblically old country of Egypt had never had a democratically elected leader. They, finally, they finally had elections, elected him. He's the leader of the Muslim Brotherhood. So the military general in town said, "Nah, we're not doing that," and uh, booted him out. Anyways, uh, Morsi dropped dead in a courtroom today. So he's out of the picture. He's not. Yikes. He, he will not be making a comeback. Whew. Is that yeah. And then, and then the new guy, what's his name? Cece. Yeah. El Cece. Mm-hmm. Yep. He uh, he declared he's going to be the leader forever, right? Yep. So no elections until further notice. That was a very brief, like one year period of democracy for that eight thousand year old country. <laughs> well, that guy died. Clearly, it didn't work. All right. There you go. Well, new- I vote for Muslim fundamentalism is often the answer in the Middle East. That's what a lot of these dictators yep. would tell you. Right, and that's what George Bush didn't get, and his neocon buddies didn't get. I think Saddam Hussein would have told him that. Look, you could have elections. They're going to vote for somebody way crazier than me. And it's true. It is true, yeah. Uh, news now with Marsha Phillips. Well, the president's national security team considering sending more military forces to the Middle East. The discussion is expected to take place during this week after last week's attack on the two tankers in the Gulf of Oman. The U.S. is blaming Iran for the attacks, and over the weekend, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo doubled down, saying that without a doubt... These were attacks by the Islamic Republic of Iran on commercial shipping on the freedom of navigation with a clear intent uh, to deny transit through the strait. This was on the Gulf of Oman side of the Strait of Hormuz. And when asked if the Iranian actions might prompt military moves, he was saying... The United States is considering a full range of options. We've briefed the president a couple of times. We'll continue to keep him updated. 
Meanwhile, I, I don't know if you've seen the grainy black and white video no. of the Iranians taking the bomb that didn't go off off the ship. I guess some of our European allies are questioning the authenticity of it or whether it's real, but mm-hmm. even old uh, Schiff from the Schiff show, who hates everything that there is to, to know about Donald Trump, he said on one of the talk shows yesterday, he said, oh, no doubt that's a real video and the Iranians are behind it. Yeah, and I finally heard it explained, and, and I bought this, that there's a pretty significant body of thought that they were they intentionally were seen doing that. They didn't even try to hide it. They are sending a message. You mess with us too much, we will cripple uh, oil shipments right. through the Straits of Hormuz. Right. Um, and, and so they weren't trying to hide their actions at all. It's a warning shot. The Supreme Court is saying defendants can be charged in federal and state courts for the same crimes. Justice is ruling against an Alabama man who claimed he could not be charged again due to the constitutional protections against double jeopardy, but the Supreme Court upheld his conviction on both counts. Now, the case has implications for a lot of people, including Paul Manafort. The former uh, campaign chief faces state charges that he claims are too similar to charges he was convicted of in federal court. Well, I'd like to hear a learned commentator explain that one to me, because it sure seems to be... Uh, run afoul of the Constitution. Yep. And we got uh, official media saying Chinese President Xi is going to make a state visit to North Korea this week. Chinese state broadcaster saying uh, he will be meeting with uh, Kim Jong-un during the visit Thursday and uh, Friday. Apple's CEO Tim Cook made a point of once again separating his company from social media giants who've increasingly come under fire in recent years. On Sunday, Cook gave the commencement speech at Stanford University, telling the graduates, while big tech has created some of the most important modern inventions, it's now becoming known for privacy violations, spreading hate speech, and data breaches. Too many seem to think that good intentions excuse away harmful outcomes. If you've built a chaos factory, you can't dodge responsibility for the chaos. Oh. I love Taking that description. responsibility means having the courage to think things through. You know, I'm sure I would hate a lot of Tim Cook's solutions because he would wade in like Facebook and Google have done and have an utterly heavy-handed and one-sided approach to what was permissible and what wasn't. Um, but I do like the description Chaos Factory. First of all, don't uh, update my software on my phone overnight unless I ask for it. Don't change if to of. People say if all the time. Secondly, I agree with them, but I'm not sure exactly what they do. It's it's not as easy as it sounds. Man, she, once you start censoring at all, it gets really weird really fast, as we've talked about many times. O.J. Simpson is now on Twitter, and that is oh, not boy. sitting very well with some people. This could not be a better follow-up to the previous story. No kidding. 25 years after her brother's murder, Kim Goldman has launched a podcast called Confronting O.J. Simpson and said she is more than willing to interview him. If, if the killer wants to set the record straight, he's more than welcome to come be a guest on my, on my podcast. Uh, Point of order there uh, about that sentence. He was was acquitted, you know. Uh, So now we're going to have a Twitter war between OJ and the Goldmans. Oh, goody. It's a chaos factory or machine. Chaos factory, yes. Whatever he called it. Yeah, no kidding. And do we have our OJ clip that we like so much? I've got a little good and even to do. That's what he said on his Twitter video. That's that's what he said 25 years ago. I've got a little good and even to do. Or whatever it was. Come on, juice. 
Let me put on these gloves that are a little too snug. They weren't until all the blood got on them. Oh, jeez. Yeah! Yeah! Huh? I got a little getting even to do. She many. Oh, boy, I found out they got my memorabilia. And at the U.S. Open at Pebble Beach over the weekend. Got it! Major champion Gary Woodland has won the U.S. Open. First major victory for Woodland. Shot a 69 in Sunday's final round to finish 13 under par for the tournament. Giggity, I was, giggity. I was rooting like crazy for him. And if you want to know what kind of guy he is, we have a video linked at armstrongandgetty.com. Is it under hot links, Hanson? Or, uh, or is it just... It's his own standalone video. You'll see it. It's uh, under pictures of your pets. No, it's under Gary... Well, it's uh, Gary Woodland with a special Olympian golfer ushering her around a golf course several months back and oh my god it's touching and it's beautiful and it's it's great good dude there you go that's a wrap that's your news i'm marshall phillips the armstrong and getty show the conscience of the nation where do you rank golfers in terms of human beings with other sports stars just in general yeah because they took a hit after tiger woods no doubt. Yeah. And then we found out from other people saying, yeah, well, yeah, well, who are you pointing fingers at? They, 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 he does that, too. And, you know, that yeah. sort of thing. So. Well, there's almost zero proclivity for violence yeah. among golfers. Yeah, I don't recall hearing any of that. I, I'm sure, you know, there's gambling, I I there's womanizing, there's drinking, there's drugging. Haven't heard any of the, the you know, beating your girlfriend or wife thing that's popular in the NFL. No. Mostly, and then also some in the NBA. Yeah. Well, I, I just, I think if you have too much of that in you, you you can't be an elite golfer. Antonio Davis is leaving the Pelicans of New Orleans to go play with LeBron James in L.A., so you now have uh, you have something getting exciting there on the, uh, the West Coast for your NBA season. I'm still year. coming to terms with the idea that there's a team called the Pelicans. And foreigners won the NBA championship. <laughs> Never happened under Obama's terms. Yeah. <laughs> foreigners won when they somehow infiltrated the Warriors' water supply with joint weakening chemicals, corrosive chemicals that wore down their vital ligaments. That's my theory. Yeah, I read it on the internet. Alex Jones told me. <laughs> what, something else I wanted to jam into the show before we... Uh... Half the frogs in Toronto have weak ligaments. That's Joe's Alex Jones impersonation. <laughs> You're a fan of that. Uh, boy. Are we gonna, we're hey, in... can we play that John Stewart thing about Washington, oh, D.C.? Yeah. I want to hear that? that. I knew there was something. Yeah, we got to play on. that. That's coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I come from the world of show business, and I think if you were to take all the arrogance and entitlement and uh, elitism that people don't like about uh, Hollywood and show business, and you concentrated it in one city and gave those people actual power, that's Washington. I don't doubt that a bit. That's John Stewart from Fox News Sunday yesterday, where he was their power player of the week. But oh I don't boy. doubt that a bit. I I wonder if we could get going some sort of tour. I'd be happy to do it, but I'm not famous enough. Where you could get the progressive-leaning John Stewart, the libertarian-leaning me or somebody like me, 
and then a conservative, all of whom would say the same thing. You cannot believe the repugnant, power-mad, entitled evil that's concentrated in D.C. Stop voting for more of it. Man, I would go to that tour. Maybe they'd have clowns to you know, entertain people between speeches or something. Well, we weren't on Friday. We had the day off. So we didn't tell you ahead of time. I didn't know ahead of time. We missed a moon last night. Last night was a full strawberry moon. Oh, quit making which, up moons. <laughs> Seriously, what is it with you? Which only that happens, can't be I, legit. I'm, I'm not a, I'm kidding. I'm a man who's past my 45th birthday, <laughs> and I've never heard of this friggin' strawberry moon. <laughs> do you do this to your kids? Liar. He just is seeing how many kids. It's the little scene, Lion Moon. Too many moons. I think we're all agreeing. All right. What uh, is this one allegedly? I did see the moon this morning. As big as hell, bright as the sun. I did see the moon this morning, and I was going to remark, man, that is a spectacular moon. The color of it was really cool, and it was giant. I mean, it's a full moon. Uh, if you go outside and look into the sky last night, well, it's too late for that, unless you got a time machine. Um,. <laughs> You'll be you'll be likely see a full strawberry moon from anywhere in the United States. The strawberry moon happens every June and was named by the Algonquin tribes of the northern United States. Who might argue with the Algonquins? So it would seem to me that the moon will appear pink in color, which it did. It was very pink this morning. Huh. Um, uh, it would seem to me that we ignored all these moons have existed and everybody just ignored it. And somebody started throwing around blood moons or wolf moons or whatever. And people right. are like, well, people are really into this moon thing. Started looking up all the different moons. There's a dang different moon every month. It's supposed so to be it's slightly pinkish this it, time of year. It was year. very large. I didn't notice pink. it being pink. Of course, maybe I was driving away from it. Could be. Yeah. There you go. So uh, be careful before you get the poop implant. I don't know if you heard about this over the weekend, but the what? The, the uh, we've talked about this before. The poop implant, where you get somebody oh, else's right, right, gut right. bacteria put into yours, your gut. To because to, we're, we're it's amazing, really. It's we're learning a lot more about the gut bacteria and how it affects things. It might have a lot to do with the obesity epidemic and and maybe autism. Oh wow! Yeah, I I want to be thorough when we get to that story because it's so critically important um, to people. Maybe we'll do it tomorrow. But um, yeah, you know, your gut is this a. a astonishing biome. It's like a, the rainforest with millions and millions of different little bugs doing their thing, and they're After good that, for you, and we've we've evolved together. After that 1,100-calorie cheeseburger I ate yesterday for Father's Day, my, my gut is amazing. Oh, my. What's, what's going on in there? What have you done to it? Oh, it sounds like saving Private Ryan down there. I mean, I can just barely hear it. But I had me an ice cream cone as a grown man Saturday <laughs> afternoon. Yeah, I don't know why. Nice. Seemed like a good idea at the time. Um, anyway, uh, so yeah, the, uh, a couple of people, two people got poop from one donor, poop donor. Um, yeah. hello. What's it pay? Please. Um, it's uh, something I do anyway. Yeah, I'm doing it either way. You know, I've heard, uh, I've heard young college girls say, listen, I'm having sex anyway. I might as well get paid for it. I, uh, would suggest that that's not really solid logic in your you're giving away part of your soul, but I think if you can sell your poo, you should do it. Anyway, uh, one individual evidently had a nasty strain mine's of most, E. coli. Mine's mostly wooden nickels. <laughs> Beautiful. 
Wow. So this whoever it was had this nasty st- strain of E. coli, and it killed two people. Oof. Yeah, who signed up for the, the poop donation and probably told their friends and had a lot of laughs over it and the rest of it. And Yikes. So uh, I don't know where this goes or uh, how got, to end this story, honestly. <laughs> they got to gotta figure out some of this big health stuff. I mean, obviously, autism ranks way, way, way up toward the top and all the other different uh, things that are going on with people that, that didn't used to happen, and we can't figure out why, but uh, the, the, the obesity and... and too much plastic in our water and just all these different things. they got to figure it out. Somebody's got to figure it out. Yep, yep. Maybe they can figure out mental illness next, Jack, like Florida, man. I tried to squeeze this in at the end of the uh, previous hour, but didn't really have time. Uh, there have been a wave of burglaries in Brevard County, beautiful uh, Brevard County, Florida. I'm quoting the police department. The city's been plagued with burglaries in which the suspect cut, cuts the screen or otherwise enters a victim's back pool deck area and steals only pool floats. And on Thursday, police finally made an arrest of one 35-year-old Christopher William Monin, who was behind the thefts. Um, Monin took officers to a vacant house where he allegedly stored floats. Um... Well, they first of all, they see, saw him, how perfect is this, riding down the street. He was, uh, somebody called as a suspicious person report. He had a white garbage bag full of deflated pool floats. So it's the inflaty kind. Uh, Manon then took the officers to a vacant house where he allegedly stored 75 of them. A hmm. uh, long light, white float, one long blue float. Blah, blah. Weird kink. Uh, the Oh, it gets weirder. Quote, the defendant stated that he sexually gratifies himself with the pool floats instead of raping women. The, rest, the arrest report read. Wow. Um, and he's, Why doesn't he just buy pool floats? They're not very expensive. He's in the who's gal. I, I don't know. Why does he steal 75 of them? Breaking and entering, and, which is a, quite a crime, as and, opposed to just buying them at Walmart. Right. He's uh, his total bond on the charges because... He's he's charged with burglary of an occupied dwelling in one case, which is more serious, but the rest of it's just petty theft. So his total bond is $16,000. As you've said many times, they invent a new kind of crazy every day. That's a new kind. Yep. Final thoughts with A-N-G. Yeah! Here's your host, Joe Getty. Let's get a final thought from everybody. Hey, Positive Sean, what's your final thought? Oh, it's another week looking ahead, I believe. It's going to do some grilling tonight. I didn't do any grilling this weekend, and I missed it. i got to put some meat on fire and season it to taste. I will have uh, updates for you of how it goes. Man, that sounds good. Oh, meat plus heat equals yummy. Marshall Phillips, your final thought for us? Well, after a month's hiatus from investing in sports, scratchers, or the lottery, I am ending my fast, and after work, I will once again scratcher my itch. Fantastic. Michelangelo in there operating the board. What's on your mind? Final thought? Yeah, Michelangelo's uh, first life milestones. And so, one, I returned a VH video without rewinding it. I was 17 years old. Saw my first R-rated film. I was 33. And then I saw I first used premium unleaded gas at 39. <laughs> That's beautiful. So. Jack, final thought? I'm a libertarian, but my local Foster's Freeze should not be allowed to serve an 1,100-calorie cheeseburger. That oh, should be boy. against the law. Oof. I cannot be saved for myself. There should be an age limit or something on whether or not you can ever buy one of those. Nobody ever needs it. I still feel sick, and it's been over a day. 
So uh, my final thought is three days, three short days after my uh, wedding anniversary with my darling bride, uh, she is leaving me for a week and a half to go babysit my nieces while my brother is transferred by the military from one state to another. That's very nice and very handy. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is nice. She's a little nervous about it. She is not ministered to youngsters. They're almost exactly the age of your kids. Uh, for for quite a while. Here's a hint. They're tiring. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Their one concern that they shared with my brother was so cute was they were afraid she wasn't good at cuddling. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and he assured them that, yes, yeah, she's quite experienced in the art of cuddling. Yeah. So That's something you don't forget. And doesn't yeah. take a lot of energy. Yeah, yeah that's indeed. a good one. So I will be a lonely, 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 lonely party at my house. <laughs> you want me to come over and cuddle? <laughs> yeah. mm. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people thanks so a little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. We have all the clicks, the videos, the stories we talked about today. Well worth taking a look. Armstrongandgetty.com. You can be the big spoon. Stop oh, it! Stop it! See you tomorrow. God bless America. <laughs> this is a historic act. Uh, of uh, devastating incompetence. I will not sugarcoat this. This is a disappointing day for us. Big mistake, but not too bad. The fun level in this room is at an 11 right now, and that brought it down. The ride is over! The time for the clowns and the acrobats and the dancing bears has passed. Get away from here. Get. Get. And we apologize for our stupidity, and we really hope you forgive us for what we've done. Thank you, and good night. Then the show's over. What? Bye-bye. If you get a cough, please leave the room. Armstrong and Getty.